Hello and welcome to Class Recording Podcast with Ian and Jen. This week we'll be talking about Moles Club. Uh, yeah, sadly it's uh, closed. Uh, the weather, uh, well, yeah, <laughs> nuts how the weather's been this week. Uh, what we got up to last week and the gigs and events coming up this week. Right, we're going to carry on our Christmas theme music. Uh, this is Eddie Mole. And the track is The Snow Is Falling. The snow is falling. The snow is falling. I woke up this morning and the snow was falling. Covering the world that was there before. Everything looks fresh and new this morning I'm getting dressed and I'm bursting out the door Welcome to the Glass Recording Podcast. Uh, we're getting into a Christmas edition part two, I think, uh, with Ian and Jem. How are you doing, Jem? 
Yeah, well, thank you. A uh, bit of a clue. This is the Soggy Bottom Band uh, joining you on this week's Glastonbury Calling, but more of that later. Um, I'm okay. I'm getting there slowly. I've just had this, like everyone's had this cold bug, and uh, yeah, it just goes on and on and on. It's turned into a soap opera. The, a soap, yeah. Well, hopefully you haven't been outside with soap. It would be bubbles at the minute. Yes. Well, more of that later, I guess. Well, more of that so, later, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um yes what, what what's new pussycat well, yeah what's new pussycat well we we yeah, we're, we're working on we're stuck pushing all the glass recording stuff so uh at the moment so don't forget to get your tickets lovely christmas present if you're listening uh it gives you something to look forward to in the new year for sure i love that i love having things to look forward to you know so when you get a few gig tickets in yeah uh, you just just put it away in a nice safe space and you've got something to look forward to when we get through this festive period. Um, always love looking forward to seeing gigs. Right. So this is this is the bit where you start scratching your head because I go, what have you been up to this week, Jeff? <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm about to cough. Here's a clue. <laughs> That's Dying. my clue. Yeah, no, made it to a gig. Um, oh, okay. uh, I mentioned cool. last week, went to see Seth Lakeman at David Hall. Yeah. Uh, he was absolutely incredible. Just amazing to see him in a really small venue with uh, Benji Fitzpatrick from Bellowhead playing guitars and banjos and all instruments and an amazing uh, woman singer. And I can't remember her name, so apologies. Um, and that was great. And then I didn't know that the, there was a support act, act and, and her name uh, is Jess Guys. And... Uh, and I was reading up a bit about it, thinking, that's really interesting. I need to have a chat. Um, so she's a folk singer, beautiful, beautiful voice, bought the album. And um, and I just was explaining how much um, it's really kind of sometimes a bit rude to talk about their partners. But anyway, Jess Guise's husband is Frank Turner. So we had a bit of a chat of that. Yeah, so it's really interesting hearing uh, she lives in the village as well. She was explaining and loved um, sort of coming down to David Hall uh, and really amazing you know there's frank bashing out the kind of rock punk stuff and then jess with this most beautiful voice singing these really melodic songs um what a lovely partnership yeah i know i know fair enough you might see frank turner wandering around the village go and have a beer with him then well apparently i, I missed this uh, seth lakeman afterwards went down to the local pub and then they just yeah. did an impromptu session last saturday nights yeah so that's 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 it that's all i've done really so yeah, what about you? Oh, that's pretty cool. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. well, we're, yeah, just being busy working hard. And um, uh, also, we went out in a glass re- with some of the glass recording gang on Sunday and did a pub crawl, well, pub crawl, uh, between the King Arthur and uh, the Market House on Sunday. Went to the Market House uh, later on, actually, because the, the just to get some cheap and cheerful good food, you know, so had some of that. Uh, So we went out with uh, Jane and Danny and Bob and Helen. Uh, So um, we'll say more next week about Bob's punk gig that he's got on uh, next Saturday. So um, that summit we'll be heading out to and looking forward to. Mm. That's quite good. So, yeah, we had a nice time just out and about around town having a few too many beers. Uh, really was hoping to have joined you for that yeah it would have been lovely but so as you can see yeah 
I'm not doing this for uh, sympathy because um, I am the devil. Uh, yeah. But I'm just doing it for uh, clearing the old throat. Yes, so so that's it. Really struggling a little bit. Actually, I, I think these cold nights is gets to gets to us. Lots of people have gone down with stuff. Um, uh, I guess it's better now than later, isn't it? Really, but I feel I want to go out and do stuff. And uh, when you lot go out, I'm thinking, oh, I want to do stuff with them too. Yeah, yeah, you want to come out with us too. You wouldn't have lasted the pace. You wouldn't have handled it, Jem. I would. I would have a teaspoon in each place, you know. I, and then I just yeah. got onto orange juices. I mean, there's, it's not it's not an obligatory alcohol thing, you know. No, 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 it's not. No, um, it's not. But if I had a driver, you never know. Once a year, I might do things in a little bit more style than you might think I might do. Yeah, yeah. Well, Bob was telling us about that. Nick, the Nick Turner gig he went to on Saturday night, mm. and he said it was quite random. <laughs> so, quite random. I've never heard that for a gig. What what, what does he mean by that? Oh, uh, well, just people. I mean, people were turning up. They weren't that organised. Not not the sound engineer. He was trying his best to be organised, but you know some of the sort of random. Uh, Glastonbury folk who were playing just were quite just disorganized about their sound checks and mm. um, all that sort of stuff. So it took forever to get acts on and uh, playing, I think. So, uh, yeah, I, I felt sorry for the sound engineer by the sounds of it because he was literally just getting driven nuts. You know, there was one apparently. Uh, he was trying to sound check the bass bass player with, uh, and he was trying to isolate the bass so he could uh, get the bass player set up. And the keyboard player was just playing random, just nuts stuff over the top of it while he's trying to get the bass player set up. So I don't know. There's there's a side where, where a free and easy thing is good, but if yeah. also if you want to have a good gig, you need a good sound. Yeah, I think it would have frustrated me. I think I just had unplugged everything. And say, yeah, right, yeah. you can be random unplugged. <laughs> I'm going home. I'm going out on a drinking with uh, with Ian and Karen. And the sound engineer could have joined us. Yeah. But it was good. It was, apparently, it was a good night for a, you know, obviously good reason. But mm. just, um, just, I, I, th- I think it took a long time to get anyone on and playing, really. And it, you know, not how we do it, really. But <laughs> hey, it used to be lo- often like that. Yeah, it used to be often like that. And, uh, yeah, that, that's half the reason on our discussion last week when we were talking about acts going on. Quite, You could turn up to a venue or a gig and you just wouldn't know what time acts were going on and playing mm-hmm. to. That was half the reason. It wasn't the same, same organisation. You get our days. So, um, yeah. All right, let's play a bit of music uh, while we're on the Christmas stuff. Um uh this is a track by spencer flay who's one of our acts playing glass recording he did a christmas song last year and this is called hey christmas hey christmas i'll be looking forward to spending a small fortune with extra days in bed we're spinning that's all christmas where is Buy and 
too much food and I overeat I weigh a whole stone more than I intend to be Tell myself that January I'll start being healthy I'll gain sudden delusion that I'll become a gym freak When it's over, jumping in our mum's rover Go to the shops to buy presents for the family That I rarely ever have around for tea And I don't mean that nasty I don't know what to get them So I'll settle for a tenner each Chuck in that white wine bottle Let someone else had bought for me Watching the Gruffalo sat at home Wearing nothing but last night's blanket With you, my lover Oh, with you Hey, Christmas I've been looking forward to Spending a small fortune With extra days in there spinning that's all Christmas Wearing stupid jumpers Loving like no other And this Christmas My lover, I can't wait To put up the same tree That we've had for 20 years Chilling by the radiator with a couple beers Telling cracker jokes that aren't funny Grabbing envelopes and filling them with money Roses in the oven, slapping them with honey Even though I'm full Still for my tummy, convince myself That I'm gonna go run and eat another mince pie Then say, oh, sob, it is Christmas I'm not gonna do fitness Oh, you could be my witness While sitting down watching Christmas films with my missus Watching the Gruffalo sat at home Wearing nothing but last night's blanket With you
allow his word to one job working far too long Comfortable and lazy to a tee But brains are not his strong point And one day he will slip And the chimney he squeezes into will not let him free Christmas whiskey knows Once more drink and he goes and goes Father Christmas Awful breath All the elves thinks it smells of death Drunkenly chases the elves Over the toys stacked on the shelves Poor old Mrs Santa Claus Ignores her husband's wondering pause Father Christmas has his fans All across this earthly land Father Christmas tries not to show What the elves already no, drunken master with no plan Elves are the ones carrying that man No one there to take the reins He's immortal, what a pain Father Christmas Father Christmas Father Christmas Father Christmas Christmas Father Christmas Christmas lost his way Step by step and day by day Father Christmas He sold out Forgot what Christmas was all about Right, that's um, a track called Father Christmas Ho 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 by Mr. Keith Calm and his, uh, his album Let Christmas Time In is out and an interesting fact about Mr. Keith Calm, did you hear the news this week? Well, I, I I was about to say that. Um, are you talking about parsnips by uh, any chance? Quite, quite so. Yeah, quite. I so. don't know if he could be bothered. Yes, yeah, no, well, absolutely well, amazing. Down at Webball, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. For, Go for on, tell us all, tell us all, because I did hear it. I heard it on the uh, on Five Live as I was driving in the discussion we're going to have later. Yes. Yeah. Go, go ahead. Yeah. Well, for for those who don't know, we, we'll we'll lay a bit of the background. There is a prize called the turnip prize which is a mickey take of the turner prize which is for weird and wonderful art installations alternative art installations basically and um which have been a bit wacky in the past so um this pub down in wedmore does the turnip prize which is a mickey take basically of the turner prize and they just do the rubbishest art. Yeah, but I need to just on, sorry clarify. for cutting in. Yeah. yeah, there's the important thing to think is it is art in the way that you described it, but it is you do it in a way that you really can't be bothered. You're yeah. feeling really lazy. You're throwing it together with no effort and no energy. So it's kind of lethargy. It's le- yes. lethargic art. That's the important bit because that's what made the great interview when they were talking to them. Yeah back at you now because i can't be bothered talking no yeah i can't no 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 it's good i wanted you to sort of uh, clarify it really anyway he won mr keep calm won the art today installation party gate wasn't it with a with a bed stand with a gate no 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 there's more than that no no so there's the story behind it so there are it's genuinely thought through and funny art it's entertaining and it's also very creative 
but it's thrown together you know yeah. it it is a, i can't be bothered oh i don't know why i woken up this morning so the winning uh, turnip prize is called party gate party and what it is it's a gate with a party hat on <laughs> celebrating the infamous party gate so there's lots of really really funny ideas they're really really good and in many ways it it's now become so um should we just say thrown together that actually is just as creative probably and probably just as good as the turner prize yeah and yeah. so he, he went away and won it didn't he i think is yeah, that right he won it, he won yeah. it. and he's got yeah. his turnip he's got the turnip excellent yeah. yeah no so i was hearing the preparation uh, for this and web more and i just was listening to things because I'm, I'm aware of it but i've never heard it live on the radio uh so yeah, well done to Mr. Keep Calm. He yeah. was so calm that he just couldn't be bothered throwing it together and ended up being brilliant. Um, so dead impressed by that. Yeah, it's it was great. funny, funny. It's really good when they interview them as well because they were they were kind of really throwing in this lethargy and uh, um, oh, I don't know why, why I bothered. You know, might just do something like uh, get a glass of air and. Um, <laughs> You know, and it was very much they're playing very much to the um, can't be bothered lethar lethargic theme. So yeah, and and I think it's almost getting as much publicity as the actual prize it was based. No, on. that's great. That's great. So continuing on with local mm. news items, mm. uh, sad to say that uh, Moles Club has closed down this week as well. Which absolutely gutted. I heard that on the same day. Nuts as the tur turnip prize so the one moment you're uplifted by the turnip yeah. prize and heard about moles uh, it's a bit of a shocker isn't it i know i know it's been oh, i can remember it from my youth it yeah. been around for ages and loads of up and coming acts playing there on the circuit big acts like radio head and oasis and people like that on the, on their way up uh like the, you know they played look you know it, it was a it was a place that people would go out and it'd be part of their tours on, you know, as a record. I mean, we even played there uh, a couple of times when I was in my punk band, you know, it yeah. was, it was a weird and wonderful venue. Um, very, very low ceiling, really low ceiling on it. Very small stage, the smallest dressing room, I think, uh, in the country, you know, you, you could fit about two people in there, I think. Uh, which is right at the back of the stage. Uh, very difficult to load your kit in. <laughs> I'm saying all the negatives, but, you know, it was a great venue to play in because it's really small and everyone who would be there watching you was just, they were just right up to the stage. I mean... Yeah, no, it, it's for those that may have not had the chance to go there. I, I only actually have been there twice. Yeah. Um once I went in the sort of nineties, uh, and then um, I was there this year. Went to see Dan Mangan play. Yeah, yeah. there was only about sort of ten people in the audience, and that was a bit bit sad. And it's very much like the Louisiana in Bristol. I feel it's got a, it had a similar sort of feel to it. But you know, it was almost like they were like a cat. They were yeah. using their nine lives, and you just thought they would continue. They had a terrible fire a few years. Yeah, ago. yeah, they had a terrible fire. Um, and you thought that would be the end. So they came out of that. And, you know, it's just actually at the moment what is going on. I was hearing the um, the sort of uh, chief executive of the Music Venue Trust, one of my daughter's yeah. friends works there, and she's now, um, you know, really trying to support venues. I recommend about 15% of venues have closed. 
and, and moles was, just was not able to cope with the extra cost of living crisis, the heating yeah. and all those but things. But it's a legendary, well-known venue. I mean, one yeah. thing that worked against them was because was, you, you think of somewhere like the Fleece, they could get away with lower crowds in a week, but they couldn't put on a gig that would have 550, 600 mm. people a couple yeah. a week, which would, you know, because it was such a small venue, and very limited so they couldn't have like the boom gigs as such where they'd sell out the venue and you know and and have those gigs to make up for the lower crowd gigs you know they had had to have a level of consistency and also they they put on nightclub events after after the gigs as well so um but what I don't understand is it just came completely out of the blue. We got the news. Yeah. And I, you know, I think yeah. we're all aware that venues are struggling. Music is struggling. And there's lots of work that's been put in by the Music Venue Trust trying to get the big organisations like, the, you know, the O2 Academies and O2 yeah. and the, all the main sort of promoters to do like league football you know that the premiership has yeah, some yeah. money that can be trickled down yeah. to sort of grassroots venues for up-and-coming groups because this is the this these are like the school football pitches the college football pitches the uni the university theaters that gets bands getting good practice getting gigs and, and that's how a lot of the established bands that we know and love made made them made made themselves they broke through because of it so the, I don't think the format has changed. It just needed more support um, in difficult times where costs are much higher than that you can charge for a ticket. But here's the thing. What I don't understand is nobody knew that there was a, a threat to its closure. It no. was imminent. It's no. happened. They had why that wasn't there the not a campaign? A What's that? They had that at the fleece for a while, didn't they, with some buildings. And a, a lot yeah. of people got behind the fleece to keep That's it open. Right. Whereas, like, no, as you said, no one was aware. So I, I'm sure that we, the community, would have come together to have helped it. Mm. You know, like a crowdfunder or something like that. Because also the exchange in Bristol has done that, and they've become yes. a community venue. So there's not been a chance to actually forewarn everyone to say, you know, you know, once it's gone, it's gone. So I was mm. surprised that there wasn't some sort of um, call up because a lot of the musicians that have made it have been big supporters of some of these small venues and have, and have put in. You know, those groups that have actually sort of plugged, plugged, trod the boards of these venues have actually put the successful ones have put money back into the venue when they heard that it was struggling. And, and we haven't had that opportunity with Moles. So I, I know hearing the music venue trust yesterday, he was really, really pissed off, you know, and I feel yeah. we can use yeah. that word really, really angry because they've been trying for five years to try and support venues like Moles. So it's a huge loss. But you know what? It's not new. I remember the day when I used to go when I was sort of in my teens to the Marquee Club in London, and that went back to the 60s before yeah, my time. Yeah. And then in the sort of late 80s, that closed down uh, uh, from its original site. And that also was – I've, I've never really quite recovered from a venue that has been with us all this time. Moles is one of those venues. And then they just go, and with it, you lose – that that history, that connection to music of the past and, and music of the future. So I'm sounding passionate because I am angry about it. it this should yeah. never have happened. And I wish all those that have put all the time and energy and all the groups that have been playing at Moles the best for the future. Because, you know, if I can be a little bit political, this government is not looking after music and they're not supporting yeah. music. And I feel that needs to be aired.
Okay. Right. What? We'll carry on and play some more music then. Uh, I can't really add much to what you've said, really. Uh, totally agree with it. Uh, this is a track by Knives, another one of our glass recording acts, and uh, a, uh, a track called News Hounds. Sending cards to people who have sent me 
back with the Christmas songs uh, that was Cheer Up by the Bad Cowboys uh, yeah we're playing a lot of Bad Cowboys of late but then again we're, we're, we're on the Christmas stuff so we better play more Christmas stuff and I'm really pleased you played that because um, from the uh, former chat about uh, moles they've cheered me up thank you Bad Cowboys cheered me up yeah yeah, yeah excellent uh, yeah well how wet did you get this week <laughs> not as probably as wet as you how no. wet was the letters 
Oh, they were soaked. I mean, some of the ones I was putting through were turning to mush as I was putting through people's as dry as you try and keep stuff on there on, on Tuesday. And um, oh, I was nuts trying to get back home. I couldn't get, we, we couldn't get back home. I fin- I finished at three and we just drove around basically for four hours trying to get back in the village uh, uh, in Boltonsborough. And we couldn't get back in Boltonsborough. It was flooded. It was all the roads, uh, you know, we drove all around to, uh, all around from Glastonbury down to Lidford, down the, but you know, every way we tried to get in. So we, I mean, we stopped at the um, Coskies at Lidford and had a drink there and tried to talk to people and find out if there was any road, road in and the route they gave us in. Uh, yeah, we couldn't get in that way. Our cars were too low um, to, to risk it going through the rain as we'd already seen several cars stranded and left. Um, uh, uh, so we didn't want to get in that situation ourselves and take that risk. Uh, so in the end, we ended up phoning a friend who had a, a big four by four truck and we dropped our cars off and abandoned our cars at Glastonbury. Um, well, we parked them up basically and they drove us across the levels uh, with the rain up above above their wheels uh, and tried to get back that way and eventually we did get back home but we were we were absolutely it was it was nuts and and we were bumping in people and look you, you get that community when you're driving around and no uh, talk to other people in other vehicles and they were going oh i'm just going to go and stare at stay at my parents at street or i'm going to stay with some friends in glastonbury so it was that sort of thing going on where mm. people you just couldn't get back to the village that night it was nuts yes i saw that uh, and i kind of supposed to be going to like a christmas work meal on monday and it was pouring with rain so i thought of you just being outside just it, i've never seen such persistent um, okay. heavy rain just never seen it and i then called a, a sort of a work friend and said what are we doing you know and uh I just thought there's just no way we can make it in. And it's a good job because our village was flooded in the in the sort of village yeah. high street. Um and um the uh uh the sort of where the shops are, the co-op and things, that got flooded. And it just the high street just turned into a river, the actual yes, yeah in Petherton. It just was just a river. Uh, so I didn't go, uh, but I actually was in your area yesterday. I I needed to go. I had a dentist appointment. And I thought oh, it was okay. Three o three was closed, so all the yeah. traffic was trying to go on different bits. So I made it through Glastonbury and popped into the Red Brick, and then went to Wells, where I go to my dentist there, and that was great. On the way back, I also hit it. it took me t- so it's not anywhere near like you, but it took me two hours to get back on a journey that takes less than an hour. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, because all the traffic's coming off three or three through the, the South Somerset villages, so I took a short uh, a turning off going to behind where I live, and I got to this bit, this narrow village road, and it was just like full of water. And I thought I'll be okay. Just be careful. Be okay. So I started going. This is at night now. 
with the headlights on and I couldn't see where the ditch was. It was just wow. full of water. I could see the, the trees on either side. I had no idea where the road was. And I'm starting to go on this road and I'm seeing that my car is then creating these waves. I'm just thinking, this isn't good. If I go any further, I might get stuck. Yeah. So I'm trying to do a three-point turn on a road that's like a village uh, lane, not knowing where the end of it was falling off. So I was really, really careful. Went different way, flooded. So like you, had the same experience and then decided just to go through in the Amartok, um, which was full of the 303 traffic. So, yeah, had a, a close shave there. Really, really wet and miserable. Yeah. Yeah. But so, And it's... Do you to come back when this goes out, everyone? I hope you're okay. Yeah, because yeah. Uh, there is another Amber Alert coming uh, for Yeah, there's evening. another alert tonight, isn't there? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. 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 We'll have to see what it's like. <laughs> so rain literally sort of stopped play, but not entirely. You still carried on by the sound of it, delivering. Yeah. Your no, no. I, yeah. I, I didn't finish. I took longer to get. I managed to get round and get me work done, but I finished a lot later because that just slows you up you mm. know you just mm. you know um yeah you're a bit more that you can't do the stuff that you normally do uh mm. so yeah i managed to get round and get it done but yeah it was just a nightmare getting back home and we did get back home fortunately and, and thanks to steve who brought us back really really appreciate nice. it we bought yeah. him a bottle of wine yeah. <laughs> to say thanks so um I think he uh, even better. He, the funniest thing was he um, he drove back. His his wife came out with him, and um, you know because she wanted to, you know just in case we got in any trouble, and um, it, which was fine. And he went back and he had to take his kids out and it's because he, he they heard about what an adventure it was so he had to take his kids out in this big truck so they could see it and experience it for themselves so mm. um yeah anyway uh that that but nuts I, I and i spoke to a farmer uh from the village who i used to work for and he's about 70 now and he said he's only ever seen the weather like this in the village once before and he's been brought up in this area for a long he's lived all his life in this area and once it, before that's happened. so you're on the on the uh, on the sort of east side but i was coming through via street and by the red brick building it was really high there and then past where um uh, you know we used to live near the mendip hospital that was all covered in en route to wells I, again i've never seen these fields as wet as they are and i think it's going to take a while for it to sort of calm down i think so yeah yeah, yeah i don't know what we pl blame it on but as i say on in life blame it on the boogie well yeah the, the weather the weather the weather gods or whatever you call them uh your, your nature nature's nature you, it's it just happens you know and you just got to cope with it when it happens like that Right, anyway, uh, we'll play some more music. Uh, this is the legendary Snake, 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 and a track called Damn Christmas. Anyway, we could done with some dams. Christmas 
That's uh, Like a Child's Face at Christmas by Ken Linton. And, um, yeah, gig, gigs coming up this week. Uh, on Thursday at the King Arthur, Will Cartwright. All weekend uh, at the King Arthur is the Cosfest Christmas party. Still t- one or two tickets available with that. Uh, Zub Zub, September Sum, uh, Nob, spelt G-N-O-B, Deviant and Amps, uh, the Philip. The villages uh sonic trip project and uh lots of other acts playing there um i think you had one didn't you gig medieval babes um uh yes so uh, thank you you've kind of thrown me there i <laughs> thought that was gonna be the yeah no i was just um uh wanted to mention that the medieval babes are uh, playing at st john's church it's a lovely yeah. venue to see music especially since it's been given a complete makeover um a few years back uh so they will be on uh the f- friday uh i think there's still yeah. tickets available um, we'll get you into the Christmas sort of theme, a lot a cappella, really beautiful voices, and 
may i may be uh, interviewing them i might be popping up just to say hello to them depending on the weather as well so that's something if you want something christmas to see the medieval base that's the cool. church uh on saturday uh mobius loop are playing uh album launch red brick building um the scar mechanics are on at the rifleman's uh, the Pilton Stage uh, Heat 2 at the Pilton Working Men's Club with Narnia, Savannah Gardner, uh, Breeze, Ed Tashaw, uh, Moswell Avenue, Beware of the Leopards, and um, uh, Sublifter are playing the Glastonbury Dub Club at the Assembly Rooms. So uh, that's uh, the gigs as far as I found <laughs> over the weekend anyway. Um, so what are you up to this weekend? Uh, not really, because I sort of still feel a bit rubbish. Not not a lot. Yeah. We've got uh, some. Uh, we're meeting up with friends in Dorset for probably a a nice uh, Christmas lunch, uh, and that's all we've got planned at the moment. Mm. Uh, so not necessarily. Well, that's enough. Lunch. Yeah, that's yeah. enough. That sounds really nice. Yeah, so, uh, um, well, I'm probably going to go to the Pilton Stage actually on Saturday, so I'll pop up there and uh, check out some of the acts that they've got playing there. I mean, beware of leopards. I've seen them a few times. So, um, yeah, well worth uh, well worth checking out that anyway. So, yeah, we'll pop up there um, and go and see that. And uh, on Sunday, don't know Sunday, might just mm. watch the football on TV. Depends how wet I've got this week. <laughs> I do put my wellies in the car if yeah. I'm out and about, and I tend to put in some waterproofs as well, which I used, used to do, so... Yeah, you've got to be very careful. Um, um, many, many years ago when I was living in the Mendips, um, a, f- my, a friend of mine's dad um, got carried away in his car by uh, by a river as he was crossing a ford and didn't survive. So yeah. it's ever since then that I've thought, it's like a mountain, isn't it? You've got to be respectful to the environment if yes, it's yeah. um, sort of playing havoc and it's just not worth the risk. So if in doubt, say no. I had a friend, a work colleague, and um, we were talking about work coming back from Taunton to South Somerset and took four hours and never made it home, ended up sleeping in their car because yeah. they just couldn't get back. So if in doubt, don't. Your health and safety well, is so well, they, important. They say, uh, I was reading on, on the high, Somerset highways thing, 10 inches of rain is enough to move, 10 inches of water is enough to move your car. Mm. That's all, 10 inches of water. Now, that's that, a great title for a song. Bad Cowboys, where are you? Yeah, 10 inches of water. <laughs> yeah. And they say size doesn't matter. Well, it does if it's 10 inches. <laughs> anyway, so, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's nuts. So, yeah, if you do get some more rain, uh, just be very, very careful out there, please, mm. uh, and uh, be sensible. Cause, um, um, Especially our part of the world. It's um, yeah, It's a bit flat in places. It's, it's a bit flat in places and uh, uh like you've sadly mentioned it is a it can be a killer so you don't want to put yourself in that situation as well so uh, all your friends all your family so um yeah please please take care that's all i can say yeah and think about it stay at home put on put on some music listen to ian liversidge talking about his football uh, talking talking about football. Well, wow, yeah, we, we'll be we're wandering. We're wandering off. I think we've drawn our conclusion of yes. uh, this week's Glastonbury calling. Before we go into some subjects that we just really would rather we didn't 
Yes. It could be a bit dangerous now, couldn't it? And really, you know, in the spirit of Mr. Keep Calm, I really can't be bothered doing this anymore. I don't know why we bother. Yeah. You know, I think we should put Glastonbury Calling in next year into the Turnip Prize. We ought to create an art, art, a Glastonbury Calling podcast. We should put something something in there, actually, because we do do turn up every week, don't we? We do, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And then we we often play uh, ABBA. We we have some Swedes on no, the show. No, we don't. <laughs> we never then, play ABBA. You know, pardon. I've never. So, play that's ABBA. another name for a group. We'll never play ABBA. I, I I think it's time to go, as they say, uh, Zebedee. Yeah, that's all for the magic roundabout. All right. Uh, have a have a good week, everyone. We're going to finish up with September Sun, who are playing at Cosfest. Uh, this is Desert Song. Yeah. Uh-huh. 